Lord, invite us to your table and ask us to live in the truth of who you are and who we are, for that is humility. We pray for hearts that serve without counting the cost or looking for rewards. Amen. In our gospel this evening, we find Jesus for the third time in the home of a Pharisee. Only this time he's in the leader's house. And I know we would like to think of the Pharisees as enemies of Christ, but one could argue that some of them were actually his friends. Luke tells us in chapter 13 that some of the Pharisees come to warn Jesus that Herod wants to kill him. That would not have happened if all of the Pharisees viewed Jesus as a zealot or enemy of the state. We should note that during Jesus' time, being invited for a meal at anyone's home provided opportunities to network and social climb. Being invited for a Sabbath meal was something that was usually reserved for really close friends who were like family. And also during Jesus' time, much like today, the social structure was one of patronage. That old saying of, you wash my back and I'll wash yours, was very much the currency of the day. Mealtime was no different. Status, wealth, and social standing would have been on full display where personal or professional cachet determined one's physical proximity to the host. If you were the guest of honor, you sat nearest to the host. If you were a person of prominence, you'd be close by. If you were of little or no importance, you would not have been invited at all. Even though Luke tells us throughout his gospel that Jesus liked a good meal and enjoyed the occasional banquet, Jesus is not dispensing etiquette tips in our passage this evening. No, he's giving us a preview of how things will be in heaven how things will be when we are in God's kingdom. Luke verifies that the social dynamic that we are used to will be reversed. The lowly will be exalted, and the haughty and proud will be put in their place. Jesus says in verse 11 that all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. You know, I imagine Jesus standing in a corner, off to the side, watching as the creme de la creme of Jewish society file into the leader of the Pharisee's house, jockeying for position, leaving shawls and purses at places on the table or on couches so as to secure a good seat. Much like we do today when we go to an important event dressed in our finest after five attire and there's no seating chart. You see, everyone wants to sit where they can see and be seen. I imagine Jesus seeing this event as an opportunity to waylay two birds with one stone. First, he addressed the guests. He reminds them of the advice found in Proverbs. Do not put yourself forward in the king's presence, 
or stand in the place of the great. For it is better to be told to come up here than to be put lower in the presence of a noble. Secondly, Jesus had the audacity to tell his hosts that he was inviting the wrong type of people to his Sabbath meal. Jesus called out the head Pharisee, telling him that he was trying to better himself by inviting like-minded friends and family while ignoring those who would greatly benefit from the hospitality. Now, don't get me wrong. Jesus is not an ungrateful guest, even though his talk is a little radical, especially since he's a guest in another man's house. But Jesus was addressing the fact that pride and self-importance are underlying tenets to our failure as humans. The jockeying for positions of esteem experienced at the Pharisees' table aren't that much different from what we experience today. It's unfortunate that we still feel the need to justify our standing within the community. And yes, my friends, I'm sorry to say it, but the same goes for church. We long to belong. We want to be accepted. It happens on the playground. It happens in the classroom. It happens in the boardroom. And yes, sometimes it even happens at home. In this pericope, Jesus is helping us take the splinter out of our eyes so that we can recognize these tendencies in ourselves. I know it's hard to admit, but we can't help but want to impress others with what we know, what we have, and where we've been. But Jesus said we don't need to do all that. He says the only opinion that matters is God's, and that God, our mother and father, knows our hearts. Jesus only points out these shortcomings so that we can turn towards him for the assistance we need to imitate him more fully and living humbly and providing service to the underserved and treating everyone the way we want to be treated. Jesus is inviting those who have ears to hear and hearts to understand that we need to change the paradigm of our relationships. We need to look at new ways of being in community. We need to be concerned less about what people have that can benefit us and be more concerned about being hospitable, charitable, and kind. Not just to the people we know, but most especially to the people we don't know. The kind of humility Jesus is talking about was beautifully described by a former Archbishop of Canterbury, William Temple, who said, humility does not mean thinking less of yourself than other people, nor does it mean having a low opinion of your own gifts. Rather, it means having freedom from thinking about yourself at all. When Jesus uses the pronoun you in this passage, he isn't speaking to an individual. The you is plural. He's speaking to all of us, reminding us that our focus needs to be less on who outmaneuvered us to be closer to whatever it is we deem laudable or desirable or important or of high value. 
Jesus is reminding us that the best seat at the Sabbath table is the one we currently occupy. Jesus teaches the Pharisee, his guests, and us that we can stop trying to make ourselves seem important. We're already important in God's eyes. At God's table, Jesus is both guest and host to each of us. And we should govern ourselves and our attendance at his meal by his example of humility. As the host, Jesus extends an invitation to both the high and the low among us. He invites the least deserving amongst us, sinners like me, to a place of honor. And as the guest, he shows true humility, taking the lowest place at the table for our sake and our salvation. Just like Jesus is both host and guest, we too host him. We invite him into our lives and make room for him in the place of honor at the table in our hearts. Jesus sitting in the place of honor in our lives means that we greet, serve, and accept him with sincere humility that is assured in knowing that we are loved and accepted. It means that we understand what it means to take a Sabbath meal with Jesus, either in our hearts on our quiet walks, or daily talks with him, or right here at God's table on this, our Sabbath day. Oh, what a day of rejoicing it will be when we are seated at the table in God's kingdom. What a day of hallelujah time when we join Jesus at the feast he has prepared to honor us all. In spite of our prideful, unhospitable and needy ways. Jesus taps us on the shoulder and says, come, sit with me. May we all be so blessed this evening to accept Jesus's invitation and humbly offer him our own. And let us focus the rest of this week on ways to invite Jesus into our lives and give him a seat of honor. Amen. Amen.